How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 31 Chapter 1 This is Season 31 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 1. In this episode we will be exploring the multiplicity which results from restructuring techniques in the context of the esoteric gates. To start off, Restructuring techniques involve the use of words with multiple meanings to craft statements which attach to multiple contexts. The example given in the last episode, destroy the context, was the statement, I made a novel stand. Now that I have had some time to analyze this statement further, it appears to me that it possesses at least six distinct meanings which correlate to six distinct contexts. Now, the esoteric gates are special objects of significance which comprise a basic vocabulary of technologies common among peoples and cultures all over the world. The explanation given for their significance was that they represent gateways between peoples and cultures of every kind. These gateways manifest both intellectually and physically by their centrality within the human experience. For example, the esoteric gate of the door. A door or a gate is a physical object. That object is common to peoples and civilizations all over the world. But a door is also a symbol, a gate, which possesses higher meanings both linguistically and symbolically. As described in the complete series, the esoteric gates arise out of the esoteric plate, which is the highest plate which phrases the lower. Thus, the physical embodiment of a door or a gate is a reflection of its significance in the architecture of the common mind. To put this point another way, we all know what a physical representation of a door is, but a door has a higher meaning, a higher significance, which is reflected in the connection between all minds. Now, restructuring statements can have many interpretations or meanings. The example given, I made a novel stand, has at least six distinct meanings. This tells us there are at least six different contexts which that statement can reflect. Since we know that some of those meanings are conflicting, but others are not mutually exclusive, this tells us that there is some degree of overlap between the many contexts which the many meanings might fit. Esoteric statements, on the other hand, are always consistent, contiguous. It is this quality of an esoteric statement that arises out of the esoteric gateway. Now, we can also say that esoteric statements need not necessarily require the changing of the definition of the terms. Let me give you a few examples. The statement open the door is an esoteric statement. It possesses the capacity to fit many contexts none of which are exclusive. It may mean physically open a door. It may also mean to require understanding. It may also mean allowing something to enter intellectually or emotionally or allowing someone to enter. It may mean making something possible. There are an almost limitless number of contexts that the statement would fit. And this arises out of the esoteric nature of the object, the door. Now, another example, is the statement, break down the walls. That may mean, losing your emotional barriers. It may mean, becoming vulnerable. It may mean physically breaking down walls, etc. The point is that esoteric statements don't require that the meaning of the words change in order to have multiplicity. It is inherent to the esoteric object itself. Thus, what I am in fact saying is that the esoteric objects are constructed into the language not by some fluke of evolution, but rather as a direct consequence of their symbolism of some archetypal experiences in human history. Sometime in the historical past, 
our ancestors, all of us, faced a situation where walls were the difference between life and death, peace and war. Thus, this word has become ingrained in the very fabric of our language. But more importantly, these archetypal objects have higher significance in the structure of reality because they are archetypal or reflective of some basic concept which is embedded in the DNA of our consciousness. It is not the physical world, the representation which drives the evolution of the language, but rather the imminent nature of the objects themselves. Now, I am not saying that walls are somehow mystical. I am saying that before we even knew what a wall was, in history, it existed in our consciousness, binding or separating people. Not the object itself, mind you, but as a proto-object, an ideal without form. There's another point which must be made. Namely, that esoteric objects also possess a personal component, which is entangled with the objects themselves. Just as thoughts possess the appearance of gender, reflective in the gendering of nouns in other languages, so too do esoteric objects, reflective of their integration with the symbolic plate. For example, in the allegory of the cup, the cup is a receptacle, a receiver. In the allegory of the sword, the sword is a phallus, which penetrates. These two basic personal symbols are of opposing orientation. They are reflective of esoteric object status above the symbolic plate. Thus, esoteric objects often have a personal gendering created by their involvement with the lower plates. This is not a reflection of their inherent personal nature, but rather a carryover from their phrasing of the lower plates of meaning. Finally, Esoteric objects just like restructuring statements are decontextualizing because they possess the ability to reflect distributive meaning. Using esoteric statements to explain complex ideas and concepts is very much like orthogonal thought because it results in a decontextualizing, upwardly mobile, transition from a grounded physical understanding to a higher intellectual one. Thus, Learning the esoteric objects can be even more fruitful than learning restructuring techniques. Although both possess benefits, esoteric gates hold this reality together as a unitary one because the meanings they reflect are almost always non-exclusive. Whereas, restructuring statements, being more often exclusive in their meaning, possess a greater capacity to navigate, so to speak, the many plate universes. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.